0: Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCrady, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tent Talk. This is Nancy McCrady. On today's episode, I continue out of the book of Nehemiah, specifically in Chapter 4, where the enemy gets absolutely desperate when the people of God are being built from within, and then they begin to build their specific assignment. So listen up and be encouraged today. Hey everybody, great to be together again today as we continue our conversation from last time Uh, where I was speaking to pastors, builders, visionaries, leaders, which I think everybody listening, the potential for all of that is within you. And if you let the Lord lead you, then you can lead one other person. That qualifies everyone, all right? So please don't just consider that to just be platform personalities. We're talking about equipping the entire church to get ready for the coming hour Uh, where God is moving and producing through us. And that means that we've got to get specifically ready for the specific walk that's ahead of us and for the specific war that is ahead of us. So I'm just going to jump right in from where we left off last time. And I opened, uh, I am opening today out of Nehemiah 4, where it says, but when Sanballat heard, remember Sanballat, Tobias, all those guys were representative of the enemy, those forces that work against God's people. And they loved coming with semantical infiltration. And this is a term that I talked a little bit about last time, where uh, in diplomatic, remember, everybody's trying to get everybody to be tolerant. Right, that's a demonic tolerance, and the enemy wants to get you saying what he says about things. He wants to normalize sin within the church. He wants to cause you to talk like him. All right, and uh, what we've got to recognize is when the enemy is lobbing all of these things towards us, uh, we do not have to fall prey to that. We do not have to be outwitted. We can be sharp, sober. Sons, if we let God build us from within, disciple us in the private place, and then, my friends, I'm telling you, we will begin to move forward in a sharp, sharp, alert way with such spiritual sobriety, which is a part of being drunk in the Holy Spirit, is deep spiritual sobriety. All right? So watch this semantic infiltration. It says, But when Sanballat heard that we were building the wall, he was angry and in a great rage, and he ridiculed the Jews. Now watch this ridiculing, mocking um, uh, voice that comes. And he said before his brethren in the army of Samaria, what are these feeble Jews doing? So one right there, he comes at you and you're feeble, you're weak, you're nothing. If everybody knew what you were doing in private, you know, he just comes with a full vengeance. And he's usually going to be speaking things he's been speaking to you your entire life. The second thing is that will they restore things at will and do it by themselves? And so uh, it is uh, so very key to recognize that they are after them, that they're going to attack them and ridicule them. Like, really? You think you're going to restore things at will? You think it's going to be by yourself that you're going to be able to do this? All right. The next question he says, the enemy says, is will they try to bribe their God with sacrifices? All right. It says, will they finish up in a day It attacks every layer of building. You watch this. Will they revive the stones out of the heaps of rubbish, seeing they are burned? All right. Now, then it says that Tobiah was near Sanballat. So Sanballat was throwing out all these ridiculing questions. And now it says Tobiah jumps in and he says, What they build, if a fox climbs upon it, it will break down their stone wall. All right. So he's saying, look, okay, we see that you're not stopping. sandballat's throwing his best ridiculing and mocking at you, but you're not stopping. So let's just say you build it. Well, it'll be so weak once you get done. Just a little fox could walk on it and it'll fall apart. So do you see? And never forget, my friends, the enemy, he gets more desperate, the more focused you get, the more specific you get, the more riveted by the Holy Spirit that you become, not in man-made efforts. Remember, this is not synthetic. It is organic. It is being birthed within you by the Spirit of God, empowering and building up the life of God in you. And let me tell you, the life of Christ in you, my friends, truly can do anything. And I love what Nehemiah does in verse 4. He says, And Nehemiah prayed. I love it. Just like Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane, keep talking to the Father. The more the devil wants to talk to you, keep speaking to the Father, keep praying, keep focused, no semantic infiltration. We only say what our Father is saying. We only do what he is doing. And so he begins to pray to God and says, yes, we are despised, but turn their taunts and their ridiculings upon their own heads And, uh, you know, I love, I love it when we start saying what the Father says. And so, you know, they were very realistic about the fight that they were in. And I don't want this to be a long episode necessarily, but I do want it to have a lot of punch. And I want you to go into the Word, and I want you to see and just walk it through and look at Everything that the enemy kept throwing at him. Eventually, he was throwing the kitchen sink. I mean, he's doing anything, not because he's so big and bad, but because he's desperate and he starts throwing it. And when it can't find any Velcro in you, still trying to, you know, work hard and, oh, look at all our labors. No, none of that self talk, none of that fleshly stuff. We're talking now by the Spirit of God within you, invigorating. The new man, because the new man doesn't tolerate all that stuff. The new man knows because he's been personally discipled for a corporate work is that he knows that, yeah, in and of myself, I am nothing. But in Christ, I'm exactly who God made me to be, and I will let the Father get me ready for my specific walk with Him, the specific war, and the specific building and assignment that He's given me. And that means that they, um, you, you begin to realize you're no longer in shock and awe about what's coming. You know that there's going to be war. You know that you're fully equipped for it. As a matter of fact, I don't have time to go through this right now, but you become the weapon. You are the greatest weapon of God. Instruments of righteousness, the word says. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymcready.com or follow her on social media at nbmcready And so Nehemiah and the people walked together and worked together. They prayed. They they had a sword in one hand, and if you will, a hammer in another hand. But it says, Nehemiah never came down off the wall. He never left his assignment to come down and have, quote, tolerant discussions with the enemy. So my friends, we cannot be outwitted if we're going to really get ready deeply, personally. There is specific conditioning that comes to you that you have to let God get you ready for. You know, uh, Jesus in John 21 was telling Peter about his specific walk and what was going to happen. And so that Peter would follow him. He said, you follow me, Peter. And Peter's like, hey, what about this guy? What about John? And Jesus said to Peter, Peter, if I let that man live or die, what is that to you? You follow me. You see, there was a specific walk that was going to have to happen, specific things that were on Peter's path that were not on John's. Yes, they served the same Jesus, the same kingdom, the same father. They had the same DNA, but the, and they were in the same assignment, if you will, the kingdom of God. But the specifics of their walk in their personal obedience to christ in the building of his church was going to require specific things for each one this is why my friends we have to leave a herd mentality in the church and we've got to get sons who understand they're being specifically formed and fashioned for such a time as this and by the working of the holy spirit We are brought into destiny relationships that we come together for a work, an assignment, all right? But that doesn't make us all clones of each other, all right? So this is a huge part of the processing that gets us ready as the people of God so that we can go after Uh, that which God has always wanted, the hearts of people, territory that belongs to Him. All right? So I want to wrap this up today. I wanted to keep it very short today because I want to get your attention. I want you to understand that as those of our brothers who went before us, so it shall be for us. And yet we've got a specific place in history, my friends, a specific baton that we need to take From the generation before us, we've got things that we've got to do and we've got to pass on to the generations right now. This is such a powerful time for the people of God. And I tell you, it's days of great glory and days of great trouble. But my friends, we were made for these days. This is what we've got to step into, the deep, the deep grace of God that will fit us and ready us for the specifics of our assignment, our task. So next time when we get together, I'm going to talk a little bit about the introduction to grace and then the fullness of grace that we must go into. Too much of the church has gotten enamored with the introduction to grace and they don't think there are works that they need to take hold of or conditioning or maturing. And we've got to be those who keep continuing on into the progressive fullness of God's grace within us that gives us the literal ability to live and function and do that which he's given us to do. All right? So I hope this encourages you today. I look forward already to our time together next time here on Tent Talk. Until then, I love you all and I'm praying for you. If you'd like information on how to put Nancy McCready for an event or speaking engagement, visit nancymcready.com.